Thank you for joining us on a Morley podcast with Tony May. Morley podcast is purpose built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morley podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. Welcome to this week's A Morley podcast with Tony Main. I'm the founder of Ranger for Life LLC, and we are happy to be broadcasting from the Ranger Outreach Center at St. Luke Church in beautiful downtown Columbus, Georgia. Ranger for Life injects the holistic wellness practices of Army Rangers back into America, providing value for our fellow patriots. We've got a couple events that are coming up in the coming months. Our eight-week transition course has already started with session one. Three more this year. These eight-week courses are for rangers, by rangers, with five master trainers specially selected to provide our rangers a more elite transition. You can find out more at rangerforlife.com backslash transition. And then September 30th, here once again on the St. Luke campus, we'll be bringing Braves Hall of Famer Dale Murphy as our guest speaker for our 2022 Ranger Reveal. This is the first event of its time here, type here in Columbus, Georgia, where we introduce the Columbus community to our Airborne Rangers and our members of the 75th Ranger Regiment. And you can contact us at info at rangerforlife.com for details as we get started with ticket and sponsorship opportunities. And that's going to lead us into today's guest, a former member of the 75th Ranger Regiment, a proud Ranger veteran, and someone who's now devoting his life to giving back to the Ranger community. And that is Mr. Jeremy Tindall. Jeremy, how are you today from coming from beautiful Augusta, Georgia? Doing awesome, Ranger buddy. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. So home of the masters, it, it couldn't be more fitting that where you find yourself in your career now as the director of Operation Double Eagle for the Warrior Alliance. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about how you went from Army Greens, right, to putting on the greens. How did, how did that help? How did that happen? Uh, so good take. Uh, obviously, uh, my, my career started with uh, 1st Imperial Ranger Battalion. Uh, uh, this week, uh, we're going to be honoring our uh, 20th anniversary of uh, Ranger Commons, Kroos, and uh, Anderson being killed in op Operation Anaconda, Takugar, uh, Roberts Ridge. Uh, can't believe it's 20 years, but um, during uh, my stay with the Rangers, uh, I had a lot of great opportunities. Uh, I had a catastrophic incident where I uh, had a midair entanglement during a jump and broke my back, went through a healing process, and uh, Command Sergeant Major Hardy offered me a job as a career counselor, and that's where I found my, uh, my stake in the uh, nonprofit world that I do now, helping transitioning soldiers, uh, helping transitioning rangers, uh, and uh, helping mentor their path outside of the military, because uh, one of our mantras in the Warrior Alliance and in Operation Double Eagle is, uh, once, we've leave, once we leave the, the uniform, uh, we lose all of our network and our connections. Uh, and now we're out in a big world of uh, what are we doing and who do we connect with? 
So that's one of the big things that we help uh, in our program, Operation Double Eagle, to include um, giving them a, a career path or a skill, trade, whatever it may be, and then uh, offering the employment opportunities uh, or introduce them into the uh, employment opportunities and our sponsors that, uh, that we've gained uh, uh, a good connection with so far in the golf industry. Well, so how fitting that this, you know, Operation Double Eagle, let's just keep on doing puns, takes flight, um, you know, at, at, at the home of the most famous golf tournament in the world, um, the Masters. So you have sponsors and you put service members through a curriculum. Uh, well, what does that look like in terms of what is what is that preparing service members for if they're in transition to enter into like that the golfing industry so we got several aspects that uh we approach with that one uh we help the veteran community so uh, you know folks that have already transitioned out of the military uh and have found themselves uh under a uh what we call barrier to employment so be it that they're underemployed unemployed uh maybe just not making a wage that they uh you know that suits their lifestyle or um, they're just not happy with the career that they're in and they want to branch out and do something else. Uh, so with our partnership with Augusta Technical College, uh, we have four academics that we train on. It's uh, turf management, uh, irrigation and drainage, uh, golf management, and landscaping. And so through those four academics, uh, every individual that comes through our course walks away with an accredited 14 credit hours of college uh, to kind of gear them into that career path if they want to, uh, or at least with that introduction, like I said, to our employer sponsors. Uh, we're now a career skills program through the Soldiers for Life Transition Assistance. Uh, last two weeks has been uh, monumental for us because now soldiers, warrant officers, officers in the last year of their transition can uh, get approved uh, do a 4187 and all the application process to do CSP. And they can come to Augusta, Georgia, come through our program. They can get nine weeks of our academics and hands-on training. And then we can incorporate an additional four to six weeks of internship at a golf course or maybe one of our employer sponsors. Uh, so we're pretty excited that that's uh, come come to our uh, our plate. Yeah, the Critical Skills Program, definitely a game changer. And recently, um, Army Emergency Relief, through some funding that they received, now has the ability to assist with funding the location moves needed for CSP. So maybe it's been out there for a while. I've just seen that in the last two months. So really, really no barriers. Can you tell us a little bit about some of your success stories of folks who've come through and how they're kind of finding happiness in the industry now? Absolutely. Our, our success has been huge. Um, so we started our first cohort in January of, uh, or excuse me, February of 2020 and four weeks into it, what happens? COVID, uh, we shut down for about a month and a half, brought back, uh, the remaining, uh, personnel that were in our cohort to begin with, got them trained up and immediately started engaging their, uh, network and, and their employability. So we're now graduated five classes uh, in those past two years. Uh, success rate, 85% of the 45 individuals that have come through, and I, I've given statistics. So 85% of the graduates have all found themselves in some sort of employment opportunity. 
be it on a golf course, be it within somewhere in the industry of golf, uh, or even just networking and finding uh, some pretty good jobs uh, that uh, offer a decent pay rate. The other 15% uh, have gone around and uh, they've followed the path of our other two models, and that's to get the training and then follow on and do continuing education. So they have uh, enrolled in full-time student uh, curriculums or, or gone to Augusta Tech and, and looked into the two uh, degrees that our four academics uh, will relate to, be it horticulture science or golf course management. Uh, we've got two individuals that are graduating, uh, one uh, an older gentleman, uh, but, you know, didn't ever see himself uh, in the light of day of, you know, sitting in a college room. And now he's got a degree and, and it's it's crazy, but he's 71 years old and he's finishing his college degree in golf course management. So huge success there. And then the other uh, have matriculated towards the entrepreneurship. Uh, so they're, you know, wanting to find out what it's like to be a small business owner. And under the umbrella of my uh my mothership organization, the Warrior Alliance out of Atlanta, uh, they're a collaborative effort of the different veteran service organizations that help with financial services, homeless, uh, housing issues, wh whatever services that transitioning soldiers and veterans need. Uh, we've got partners that will actually take those entrepreneurs and lead them through the step-by-step -step to how to create a business plan, uh, how to put that business model into, into action, and then to uh, finalize it and start their own business. Uh, well, first, I want to go back, Jeremy. You said you talked about the numbers, giving some statistics. I've, I was once yeah. told numbers matter, matter because people matter. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, and to be able to know where your people are at um, says a lot about yourself, how you're managing Operation Double Eagle, but also about the Warrior Alliance. So you had mentioned due to an injury, you're working as a career counselor there at uh, First Ranger Battalion, and you got to work in that work. You met with some of the nonprofits. How did how did the Warrior Alliance opportunity kind of come up and what was it culturally about it that you just thought was a fit? Uh, so the Warrior Alliance, I think the biggest fit with me, uh, it resonated back to my days as a career counselor. So the career counselor first they deal with end strength and manning. You know, and the idea is, is to re-enlist as many Rangers and keep the population as, as full and, and uh, keep the MOSs, uh, you know, stockpiled with the right people. Uh, but the other half of my job was the transition. You know, seeing Rangers that, you know, hey, my first enlistment is all I need. You can't convince me to stay in the Army any longer. I'm not there to quit on you. And that was the other half of my job. So, with the Warrior Alliance uh, being a transition uh, service organization or a collaboration of VSOs, uh, it, it fit. Uh, I found myself in the uh, the mental health business for a little bit in a nonprofit organization, and uh, it, I, I was successful in it. But this just it it met more of what I did for the last you know uh, six seven years of my career in the army. Okay, so let's go back to that that first Ranger Battalion time. After that, how long did you spend as a career counselor, and what was what was your best part? What was your best experiences of that job? Uh, well, Rangers are uh, a unique uh, species. 
And when you're part of that unique species and you learn and, and you can uh, talk their language, uh, they're, they're easy to, to uh, relate to. Um, you know, I, I never had any problems with making my mission. Uh, you know, they're, not only are they the, the rangers that I serve around, they're my boys. You know, a lot of these guys, um, you, you serve with them for so many years, the friendship and the bonds that we had, it made it very easy to be successful in my mission. So I was able to focus on uh, their needs a lot more than just trying to convince somebody to stay in the, uh, in the regiment. Um, and then, you know, that kind of helped with my, uh, my relatability of other soldiers once I moved on from regiment. But uh, my, my time as a career counselor, uh, so Sergeant Major Hardy had offered me around uh, 2005, and I ended up leaving the uh, First Ranger Battalion uh, fall, or no, excuse me, early spring of 2009. So um, I, I had a healthy stay, but uh, due to, to career progression and everything else, I wasn't known from my CMF. And so I had to go out and diversify my portfolio, if you want to call it that, and, and go out and uh, go see other units. And, and with that, though, you still have this passion, though, when you transition to want to be around around soldiers, to want to be around veterans of all ages now. So what would you tell somebody then? Let's let's take some then some lessons learned, right, as you went through a couple of organizations before coming to the Warrior Alliance and even what you're learning and have learned with Operation Double Eagle. What, what, are, what are some lessons learned for somebody who wants to pursue generally passion type work, right? I mean, this is, it is not, this is not about money. This is passion type work. Um, yep. What would you tell them some lessons learned as, as people are kind of making that decision, whether or not they'd want to follow in a similar footsteps? Uh, well, one, I, I know, uh, most of our guys aren't uh, accustomed to it, but adversity, you're, you're going to face adversity every day. You're going you're gonna to find yourself in, in uh, situations where you feel like you're going to fail. Uh, so number one, I think off of that is don't be afraid to ask for help. So we want to thank him so much for coming on a more elite podcast and telling his story about how he took some hardship in First Ranger Battalion and made it work. And made it work into a career where he's now able to give back and give back to others with Operation Double Eagle under the Warriors Alliance. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being our guest today. I want to go ahead and remind you that we do have a transition course for Rangers. If you're if you know a Ranger or you are a Ranger who wants to invest in yourself, this course is the course for you. It's a more elite transition and it's ready for you. Next course begins May 3rd. And September 30th, the day before the Mogadishu Mile 5K down in Columbus, Georgia, we invite you to the 2022 Ranger Reveal featuring guest speaker, Elena Braves Hall of Famer, Dale Murphy. It's gonna be a great event and we can't wait to get you more details. Until next week, have a great rest of this week and try to find some time today to do something great for somebody else. Rangers lead the way. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with Tony May, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at tonymain.podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder.
for America.